Welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast, where your host, Isabel Ross, interviews experts and athletes in the field of endurance sports. Isabel Ross is a three-time Australian long-distance mountain running representative at the World Championships with a best finishing place of 10th female. Twice Australian trail champion, she has won the six-foot track marathon, run a sub-three-hour marathon, and won a 24-hour track race overall with a distance of 198.7 kilometers, as well as competing in and winning grueling ultramarathons in rugged, mountainous terrain. Isabel has raced all over the world, including participating in the notorious Barkley Marathons. Isabel is an Australian and USA-accredited endurance coach working with athletes of all levels and is a certified UESCA ultra running coach. She's also a personal trainer and podcast host. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Episode 95 is an interview with Caroline Bertrand. This is the second time Caroline has been on the podcast. She was last on in early 2020 when she won the Two Bays 56km female event. And that was probably her last race before COVID hit. This time we caught up to talk about her second place in the 2021 edition of the race. But our chat turned into so much more than that. We discuss what it takes to get through difficult times and how emotionally difficult times adversely affect our running. Also, how important it is to take this into consideration and to be kind to ourselves. I truly hope you find this interview interesting and of value. Thank you so much to everyone who supports the podcast. I really appreciate all the people who have taken the time to get onto Apple Podcasts to rate, review and subscribe. Little Mini Vista gave five stars and says, I love Isabel's podcasts. So much great information and advice for running and training. And I love hearing the stories she tells about events. She's an inspirational runner and makes me want to push my own boundaries. Thank you so much for that really kind review. If you enjoy this episode, please do go on over and rate, review and subscribe. As racing comes back with a vengeance and doesn't it seem like there's a race on every weekend, I'm getting busier and busier. I have now only a few athlete spots left. If you are interested in a structured, individualised training program, email me, isabel at peakendurancecoaching.com.au. Enjoy the interview with Caroline. Are injuries or niggles ruining your enjoyment of running and hindering your performance? Get on top of these and see the specialists at Health and High Performance. Utilising the latest in technology and with a wealth of experience, the team at Health and High Performance can assist you with all of your running injury and performance needs. So to get back to enjoying your running and achieving the results you're capable of, head to www.healthhp.com.au forward slash run or find them on Instagram at healthhighperformance. Health and High Performance are located in Montalbert, Melbourne, but are available for telehealth appointments, not only Australia-wide, but also around the world. Contact them on their website to find out more. Wild Earth Australia are the online store to help you make the most out of the outdoors with top quality gear at a great price. Peak Endurance podcast listeners can use the discount code PEAK ENDURANCE, in all capitals, to get 10% off at checkout. Head on over to wildearth.com.au to get everything you need for your next adventure. Caroline, and welcome back to the Peak and Dreams podcast. Hi, Izzy, how are you? I'm good, thank you. 
So it's, um, I thought I'd get you back on the podcast because it's been just over a year since you were last on the podcast. And at that time, you just won the 56K event at two bays. In between then and now has been, of course, the year that was 2020 that we've all grown to love and adore. Um, but you recently came second at two bays, which is also a fantastic accomplishment, especially to stay competitive for such a long time and after such a difficult year. I thought we could talk about how you coped during that difficult year and stayed on top of your training when a lot of people were not motivated to train. All right, so can you um, basically talk to us and tell us um, how you uh, structured your training during COVID and, and stay mainly how you stayed motivated? Okay. Yeah, um, so when the first... Um, ISO came about I uh we set up a gym in the garage like everyone else yep <laughs> and, um, and our gym was really good they did this online program for us they gave us a reduced rate um and but they stayed massively involved with us so that was uh that was definitely something that made it easy for us to stay motivated I um yeah I worked out in my garage I did uh, I still did my free four sessions and you know we shared them online with other people from the gym so it felt like we're part of a community and well running running didn't really change for us i mean second time around we got those restrictions with distance from home and things like that but um i just i needed my exercise um it was mental health yeah. massive massive just you need to get out and you need to get out of a routine and uh, well i guess routine is exercise is routine as well but just really the take a deep breath and, um, and forget about all the other problems and, um, and get out. Yeah. Yeah. So what races had you had planned for the year? I had, um, well, I still did Razorback. Oh yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. March. Uh, and then that was it. Um, I didn't, oh, I, I was thinking maybe Wilson's Prom and we, we were talking about Surf Coast, Surf Coast yeah, Century. Right. Yeah. And, um, look things things unraveled and that just fell so far back on the back burner um i was i still considered doing it but then as the year um as the year rolled on it was just not going to happen so um i had a goal of doing half marathon sub 90 minutes so yeah. i also did that i think it was in may or june we just did that around Albert park a few of us um and i got that time i got 129 something so that i was awesome. wrapped with that so that, yeah, smaller goals to work with. Um, Wonderland, I'd signed up for the 60K. Um, obviously that got canceled by Rowan, so that was not going to happen. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so that was that was it really, yeah. That, that Wonderland, I held up for the 60Ks and then go into Surf Coast Century and, uh, and get that 100 done, but nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Do you think you'll uh, go for Surf Coast this year? Nah, no way, no way. Oh. Why not? Uh, just, I, um, I can't handle being uh, in my head for that long, to be honest. Uh, just that's what um, uh, did it for me at two bays this year. And I've realized that I just, I can't do it. The mental side of trail running at the moment is really difficult for me. Yeah. 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 So is that um, in general or because of life difficulties at the moment? Yeah, definitely. Um, life difficulties, personal issues. Um, yeah. Separated from my husband last year, and uh, I mean, you're familiar with with yeah. all the process that you have to go through. And yeah, running. 
short distances, it's okay. But as you know, when once you start tapping into that long distance stuff, you have to be mentally strong. Yeah. So, and that's what happened at two base. I mean, physically, I was in the best shape I've been in years. Yeah. Um, but mentally, I was I was really struggling, and um, and you can't have one without the other on that on that long stuff. So, I think yeah. um, two base made me realize where I was at in terms of in terms of mentally. And um, I don't need to torture myself and, and try and prove that I can run 100Ks just for the sake of it. So, yeah. yeah. No, and and you've got plenty of time to do that. So, you know, look, I, I mean, as you alluded to, I've, you know, I've, I had a, went through a divorce and all that sort of stuff. So I know what it's like. And and when I was in Canada, I tried to do a 100 mile three weeks after my mum's funeral. That, that went spectacularly, you know, so I DNF there, you know, so... So there's no point, like you said, you've got to be 100% mentally on the game to be able to um, really do these long distances. So obviously, like you said, you you and your husband split up, but um, so that was during COVID, which is even more difficult because you didn't have a support network around you. Is that what you find hard to? I don't have a support network, you know, um, in terms of family based, my family's overseas anyway. So it's been really hard um, last year going through that. I mean, I have amazing friends that are. That's, really that's also what I was getting at because um, family, you might have been able to see a little bit if they were in your zone, but you certainly wouldn't, weren't really able to even see friends for a lot of the time. So. No, we had, um, you know, I had Simon Neal in my bubble. He lived oh, essentially within the 5K bubble. So we became um, each other's training partner um, with it for, the, for the long runs, the one-hour long runs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, look, my friends, were, they were supportive, but it, it was really tough just, um, yeah, it was over the phone a lot and things like that. So second, second round isolation is when I moved out in August. Yeah. Um, so, and then um, my company, you know, gave us the option of working from home. So I put my hand up to be one of those because I'm, I'm, I was mostly email based and I needed the time to kind of settle into the new place and, yeah. and on as well, just kind of get back into some sort of routine, reset up a gym in another garage. <laughs> <laughs> priorities, priorities. Going. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> so um obviously now you've also got to um factor into your training care of your son um because you don't have someone there who can look after him so what do you do and like you said you don't have your parents here that must be really tough yeah look it's been um I've actually found it really interesting um, for, for me personally. Um, I found that um, when I was with my husband, with my training, he was extremely supportive of my training and I could, I could whenever I felt like it, absolutely. But with that, and this is purely my, uh, my personal experience, I'm not talking for anyone else. I found that my time with my son was um, sporadic because you have to factor in, I work full time and then, you know, things that you have to do around to, to make a household keep going, like the groceries and stuff like that. So for me, like the, the quality time with my son was sporadic. It was, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, we have time to do this now and I'll take you to the park. And we spent time together. But um, we did, um, we decided to do 50-50 custody. Um, husband's an amazing dad and there's no issues on, on, on that front and um because he's so young Gabs is only four we decided to do two days on two days off oh, and nice. then every weekend so that does work with training because it means you 
Hang on a second. A second, you've just dropped out there. Can you say you said it does work in with the training? You've just frozen. You know, a few days here and there that you can uh, do. Do you want to just, just go um, over that again? You said, you know, you have the two days on and two days off. How does that work in with your training? And then every second weekend off. So yeah. it means every second weekend I have, I don't have my sons able to, um, to really put in quite heavy training because I yeah. have nothing else to do Saturday, Sunday, but to train. Yeah. Um, but it also means for me that I get quality time with my son. And so every second weekend, there's nothing else that comes in between us. And I've, I've really enjoyed that. So you've got to see the positive in every situation. And um, and yeah, the separation and the joint custody for me has has meant that um, my time with my son is better quality and I'm, I'm dedicated to the time I spend with him and I don't worry about the cleaning or anything like that because I can do that on the days I don't have him. So yeah, yeah, silver lining, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and that's it. And you've got to look for the positives, don't you? So, and, um, and I'm sure he loves that quality time. And like you said, I mean, I'm sure, no doubt, you were spending good time with him, but I, I know what you mean because when you've got someone else there who can pick up the, the time with your child, you kind of take advantage of that when you can. But when it's just you, then it's just you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, he's um, he settled in really well. And, I mean, I take him to the gym. We both do. Um, yeah. You know, he he plays he loves watching craft videos on YouTube. <laughs> Four-year-old, it's interesting, but whatever. And, you know, my <laughs> only um 40 minutes at the gym so we take him with us you know on, on our separate sessions but yeah. um and he sits there for half an hour and yells at me that he's hungry and wants a snack every now and then and i throw cheese at him and it's all good. <laughs> uh, that's good that's good and and that's good and it's good for him also to see what you're doing oh absolutely i mean i think it's amazing for kids to see what their, their parents do and um push yourself physically and, and mentally mm. so yeah yeah, I mean, personally for myself, I always hoped it would uh, rub off on my kids, but never did. So there you go. It hasn't yet easy. Because, yeah. you know, I, I only started, uh, so what, I'm 34 this year. I've only, I've started running seven years ago. So yeah, I, was I suppose. Yeah. Um, it's never too late. You know, I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I, I live in hope that, you know. <laughs> so, um. And so how did you cope with the um, one-hour restrictions? Um, well, you know, I just said to myself, Caroline, you're not training for anything. At the end of the day, we don't have any races to train for. So for me, COVID, the time during COVID was about being consistent. So I trained six days a week. I moved six days a week and it was running and it was the gym and and that was it. And um and I think um, I'm really proud that I was able to stay consistent for the whole year. And that's all that matters. And and it was a great thing with the gym to keep you accountable. We had this little app where you could record all your training sessions. And okay. It was motivating to see by the end of um before the gyms reopened last November. So from the start of seconds isolation to like November, I had done a hundred workouts. And oh wow. For me that, was, that was just you know motivating motivating in yeah. itself. And, um, and yeah, just consistency. I mean, consistency is key so much. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, like the one hour. Well, I'll be honest. Like a lot of people, I think there was ten minutes here and fifteen yes. minutes there. That of course. That I went. Of course. Yeah. But the main part, it was what it was. That's what we're allowed to do. So yeah. 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 No, that's fair enough. So, um, did you do any virtual races? Uh. 
No. Yes. No. But I did the bushfire one um, that Sam Gash put together. That was really uh, early yeah, that, yeah. Uh, year. So I did that one. Um, and then we, because um, I do track sessions with um, Kevin Mannix from um, yeah. Run, Body and Soul. And um, he put on a uh, his own virtual half marathon and marathon distance. I think there was yeah. a 10K and a 5K as well. So that was later on, um, later on in the year. And um, oh, look, I had... I'd, by that point I was I was done and uh, I had nothing like yeah, yeah I just I just did half marathon but no I didn't really uh, partake in the virtual races yeah the I mean I didn't either I didn't personally find them motivating for me so yeah no I I don't do loops just like no. you know track many loops as I like to do yeah uh, yeah nah and I live in a unit now I don't know even at my old house like there's no way I was yeah, no, no, I know, I know, I know. I'm in, I'm in a little apartment, and yeah, people are going, "Oh, just run around your yard." Yeah, what yard? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's in no way saying that it, it was, it just wasn't for me. But kudos to the people that oh. that was there. You know, I mean, my thing was to go into my garage and pump some iron, yeah. and yeah. others it was um, keeping their ultra distances up. So good on yeah. them. You know what? Oh, look, I saw some amazing um, feats by people, but, yeah, I personally couldn't do that. Yeah, there you go. So two bays, let's get back to that. Um, So when did you start training specifically for two bays? So I got a free entry um, as per the... the, um, From winning it? uh, From winning it, yeah, you get a... I got an email and... When I got the email, I was like, I'll do the 28. That in my head, I wanted to do the 28. I was like, you know, oh. you, you have such, a, when you have such an amazing race and you win it, yeah. um, I'm always so conscious about going back and giving it another shot because you will never be able to replicate that, no, that performance right. or, or even that experience. It's not about so much about performance, but that experience. Um, and so I just, and then I was like, oh, maybe I'll just do it with a group of friends and, and have a bit of fun. Now, um, that's all very um, nice and humble of me, but I, that, I'm too competitive for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't do it. I can't start. I can't turn up to a race and not get white line fever. So, <laughs> looking back, I, I really wish this year I took the year to just go. You know what? I'm going to run with a bunch of friends and just enjoy the day. That would have been the year to do it for me. But um, I, I still would have struggled. But uh, hey, you came yeah. second. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I'm not dissing my performance at all. Yeah. I was, I'm really proud of the of result itself. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's not, and I'm sure you can relate to this, it, was, it wasn't an enjoyable day. Yeah. And that's, that's all in my head. I'm not, I'm not talking about time. I'm not, yeah. I'm not worried about it. It, was, it wasn't an enjoyable one. And we've, we've yeah. all had shit races. I mean, yeah. that's the reality of, of long distance running. We, we've all had them. Um, but in my head, because I was so fit, I was like, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna be able to have a cracker day again. Mm. Um, so last year in November, same thing as uh, as the previous one. Last year in November, um, Simon Beck and I decided to do a little stint on the Wilson's Prom and do a 60k um yep. course for, for fun. Yep. <laughs> and uh, and I was like, all right, if I have a good day out, like if I if my body feels good, then I'll keep on the on the 56. And yeah, I, I, I did the day. I mean, we took it super easy. I think we, we did it in nine hours. So, you know, it was picnic, picnic on the trails. Uh, <laughs> That's nice. Token, nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah, loved it. And, you know, easy 
for for me and also for um I can speak for Simon and Beck we've just realized that we really love those weekends where we just take the time to go away and run yes. and the race matter so much anymore to be honest like to me it doesn't I'd rather have uh some time with my friends and doing an epic adventure yes. than uh want a bib I find um yes I'm, I'm but, getting a bit more like that too yep yeah I think a lot of people are and um and yeah so two base came around so yeah I was like okay I'm fit and then um we I had three weeks off at Christmas and so did Brad. And so we decided to take Gabs out of childcare again for that quality time. And he spent a week with him, a full week. And then I spent a full week with him, vice versa. And so for that week off, I went and um, I went up to Mount Hoffam and just, you know, ran, ran up there. So, yeah, so came January, I was, I did, you know, I, I kept my training runs at sort of that 30, 40 Ks, the long ones, only yeah. did four maybe at the most. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's how I uh, yeah I thought I I when I stepped on that on that start line in January I felt really good like physically I felt really good. Um, and um so so you were going there planning to try to win? No, I was going there to try and beat my time. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't um I didn't look at who was running until um one of the week before just out of interest. So mm-hmm. Amelia Griffith was running. And I didn't really know anyone else. Um, yeah. I'm actively involved on, on Facebook and all that. So I don't, I don't know who's who. Um, and, <laughs> and I'm really shocking with names. So I know faces. Um, yeah. and I knew, I mean, I knew Dee and like, I knew her face when I, once I saw her, but yeah. like her name on the list didn't mean anything to me at the time. Uh, and then I hadn't, as I said, I hadn't seen her winning versus from or anything like that. So I hadn't. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it wasn't, it wasn't so much about winning for me because I felt fit. I was like, you know what, that 515, I can better that. I reckon I can get really close to five hours. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, Simon Neal was keen to do that as well. So we said, oh, well, let's stick together and let's have a crack at it. So what time did you end up doing? 519. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So far off. Oh, look. It, yeah, uh, it's okay. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm not one to dwell on those things. Um, oh, good. I had a really good. I had a good, good go up until I got to the Sea Wing Gardens on the way to Dramana. Yeah. And um and then that's when that's when things started like just not going well for me in my head. So yeah. So when you first started in your head, yeah. you sort of felt like you were okay. Oh, 100%. I felt, I felt, look, I had been going through a few things the week yeah. before, like I see a therapist and um, yeah. been doing some, some exercise and stuff like that. And um, oh, yeah, I was, I don't know. I think it's so, you never know what to expect. You never know what's going to hit you on that, on that day. You know what I mean? Like, and suddenly, you know, the voices in your head started. <laughs> like, oh my God, where did this come from? I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I know. And it, it can be like that. And, um, and so, and so it hit, did you have, because um, I used to find I would wear headphones so I could listen to music so I didn't have to hear my own head. Did you have anything like that? No, no I was running with Simon and it's just any time um, for me, any time there was any sort of effort required. So even like, uh the dam was fine because that's the dam is fine because it's that 2k heel and you just go right i need to get to the top and and that's where your head is at so up until then i was fine and it was just that little undulating bit suddenly it felt like i had to climb a mountain and when that started 
I had like this knot in my stomach that kept me from breathing properly. And so yeah. I had to hike something that last year I ran so comfortably. Yeah. And that's how that's how it all began to unravel for me. And so on the way back, anything like that, I just I was blocking every single time. Yeah. 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 Well, <clears throat> that's amazing then that you were able to, to push through that. Oh, yeah. And look, I'm pretty stubborn. I'd have yeah. to have a book out to um <laughs> to start to uh, to stop a race um look I thought about stopping uh yeah. I made it halfway and then you know you get that that hype halfway you ring the bell I got a zoofa doofer and you know, I didn't, <laughs> they were handing to me and Rowan was hanging shit on me because I wanted the purple one and not the coca-cola and <laughs> he told me at the end that cost me my uh, my first place apparently <laughs> um yeah it was um I turned around and I I felt okay I do you know what I ran back up after seat a lot better than I did last year so I had oh, hope good and um, and you know on the way when I crossed Tegan on the way up she on the way back up and she was coming down she's like oh, I'm coming for you and I knew ah. she, she was looking good so that was that was a bit of fun so I was waiting for her to catch me and look she was within reach for for quite a while coming back and I said to Simon, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to go for it for, for quite some time. Uh, last year, I something similar happened, and I caught um, Elizabeth just that with 14 k to go. You know, at that, the end of um, Islop, that climb. Yeah. So that's kind of in my head. That's where I was at. I was like, I was waiting for her maybe to slow down, or so she was within 30 seconds of me that whole time, and I was quite happy just sitting behind that. And then when I started to, when I decided, all right, let's go for it. Um, it was too early and but it would have, it would have made a difference I, I don't think I would have been able to um to keep it keep it up regardless of that yeah. um but yeah no it was just um yeah it was um she you know at the end of the day better runner of the day she ran really well and um and that's all there is to it um and for me I just had a bad day and it happens to the best of us so you know and, and this is the thing with ultra running because you know we can't race too often because there's such long distances you can't always have the best day of your life on race day. Sometimes it's no. not. <laughs> and look, to be honest with you, Isabel, like I've been really lucky. I haven't had a bad day for a long time at, yeah. on a race day. I've had I've had good race days for 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 long, yeah, quite a few years now. I can't um, I've you know, little races here and there weren't yeah. ideal, but for the most part, you know, when I did Buffalo Stampede seventy five, I had a great race day. When yeah. I did, or 100 I had a great day as well and so all these all these days like you know it was bound to happen that at some point one of my races wasn't going to go to plan and I know it's so cliche but there are the days that you then go back on when you're racing again and you go you know what at least I'm not feeling as bad as I did on that day <laughs> <laughs> that's right exactly yeah you just you just dig on that to um to get you through the, the next one so I'm you know I'm taking it in and um i personally i'm taking it as a sign that i need to slow down and be kinder to myself yeah and because um, we're all quite hard on ourselves sometimes and i i'm just taking a step back and going you know what caroline you don't need to you don't need to do that distance right now so i'm just i'm capping it at about 25 30 k's at the moment as to what i'm doing so yeah 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 i mean i, I think a it's obviously a great idea for you at the moment but b there's there's nothing wrong with sort of coming back and doing shorter stuff and getting the speed I mean you're fast anyway but getting focusing more on speed and all that sort of stuff anyway so 
That's well, I'm actually pretty upset at the moment of doing, um, like I haven't signed up for it because I'm still kind of just playing around. So it's it's not locked, locked in yet. But um, there's this event called um, Bobo Extreme. Ah, an adventure race. Adventure race. So when I was up in Mount Hotham um, staying with a mate, um, he had his friends that uh, were planning on doing it and they had all the maps and the paper on the table and you know us, we see elevation and we're like, what's this? <laughs> and uh, so I had a quick look and I was, I'd been looking for something like that, but I hadn't researched it. So I was like, yeah, I'd like to do that, but I hadn't looked into it at all. And then so this kind of just a sign from the universe just like yeah. failing me and, um, and it's really like manageable distances. It's, it's bobo, so it's local to us. Yeah. And um, I just need to learn how to mountain bike and kayak. That's all. <laughs> oh, nothing then, really. Do you have a bike? Yeah, so I, okay. I bought a bike about <laughs> ago, and um, it's impossible to find mountain bikes because I know. So I've heard. So I, I had a look around, and then luckily one popped up on Gumtree. Like, and I wanted, I went straight for the dual suspension. I was oh, like, yeah. stuff. I'm yeah. going for hot. I just, I want dual. No. um yeah i i got that and i uh i've ridden it twice now at listerfield so um i'm really really proud of myself i was i've actually been waiting to like run into you at listerfield while i'm riding my bike <laughs> well i'm actually getting my bike fixed at the moment so because i want to start um i want to start doing a bit more riding again i think it's it's good to incorporate it really it, it really is oh my legs are burning mm. like oh you and I mean, I'm fatigued as it is because I, I do quite, I, I do a heavy load of um, of lifting, which I'm also going back on a little bit. I've just, you know, I've spoken to some friends and I'm like, I, I need to take a step back. So I, I'm not going to go as heavy. Uh, just, yeah. uh, I get so excited. I just see weight and I'm like, yeah, 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 more, more. <laughs> so yeah, this year I'm just trying to take a step back and just, um, I'm still lifting heavy, but yeah. just not pushing my body as much and just trying to be kinder on myself and so yeah I jump on the bike and the minute you hit those um those, those, those yeah anything it's just it hurts it burns. but I do love the heels and um yeah. the, the, the two guys I'm, I'm riding with they're not so fond of the heels but you know I've got oh. the quads for it yeah, yeah it's quite funny so really, I'm shit scared on the descent and uh, every time there's a heel I just go off and then, yeah, we were doing the Granite Peak Trail on um, on Saturday, and there's that big boulder as you go down. That's right. And yeah. I got so I blocked. I got so scared, so I jumped off my bike and ran down. Oh no! <laughs> Mountain biking. So that's, yeah, that's what I need to work on. Yeah, yeah, but that's that'll come with time, you know. That's just. But you know, do you know, and, yeah more extreme but 25 k's has 1500 meters of ascent which is quite decent for 25 kilometers 25 meters of a uh, 1500 meters of ascent over 25 yeah that's yeah and is that the, the run or the bike that's the run wow that's a lot <laughs> when i looked at the elevation it's a 10k climb so you're starting while well, wow run 5k down to the river and then you take your kayak and you go down the river for 14 k's and then you get the mountain bike 40 k's and there's a couple of climbs but not that much elevation gain but then you have to climb to the resort running and that's that's a 10k climb with 1500 meters of ascent which and you know when after you've been on the bike that's more painful <laughs> yeah. and if you look at two bays there's what like a thousand meters over 56 k's 
yeah. <laughs> that's like, yeah, no, it's um, it's going to be interesting. So wow, yeah. and that's that sounds like a um, <clears throat> a good one. Have you so have you done any kayaking yet? No, because <laughs> I um, yeah, I've done some adventure racing, and I tell you what, like, but you do weights, so you you should be okay. Like, it is really hard on the upper body, obviously. I went stand up paddling during summer. That counts, right? <laughs> That's using a paddle, same thing. Yeah, kind of. I think that's more balance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Well, I'll, I'll get it out. I'll um, I'll go and hire one and, and do yeah. a few things. I want to do the running wild um bobo in on the twenty seventh of Feb, I think. Um, uh, yes, yes. That's yeah, only so a couple I, of weeks, isn't it? Yeah. So the plan is to do it on the the twenty one k's. I think that's yeah. a good distance. I don't need to go any more than that. And then I'll see if I can actually um, hire a kayak that afternoon and go check out the Thompson River. So that in my head, that's, that's a good kind idea. of a yeah. so, I've got till um, the price go up goes up on the first of April, and I'm uh, we're selling the house as well. Um, so there's just so much going on right now that I, I don't want to commit to anything. No, no. And so and like you said, being kind to yourself because these uh, uh, emotional times are really stressful, and a lot of people think well, you know, you can compartmentalise and, and that sort of stuff. But for myself, um, when I was going through my separation and divorce, I just find I just couldn't really focus on the running the same because of my head. I just couldn't. So I think Very you nice. need to, to realise that you can't, yeah, that if you're selling the house and all that, it is going to impact your running either way. Yeah, and, and that's the good thing about mountain biking because it requires so much of my um of my concentration. Yeah. Um, I have time to think because I'm right. I'm really in the moment of going. Okay, I need to try and not break any bones or, <laughs> or anything like that. Um, yes. so yeah, look, you know, you I'm enjoying the process and yeah, the house we're getting that ready and then you know we're doing work on it, painting and all of that yeah. stuff and auction is on the 27th of March. So. It's all, it's yeah, it's it's all full on. So I think it's good because if everything goes well up to there, then by the first of April, I'll be like, yep, I'm committing to this race. Or yeah. no, I'm not ready. So so it. what date is the race? Seventeenth of April. Oh, okay, yeah. So it does mean there's Easter weekend in there to train really hard, and then it's good. <laughs> yes, just just cram that last weekend. That second last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like an awesome plan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I'm sure you'll actually probably end up doing really well at that because um, because you are so strong doing that run after all that work, I think you'll find you'll actually probably excel. I reckon I'll be warmed up by then. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Takes me about that long to warm up too. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm excited to, just to try something different, just to yeah. live the adventure life. Yeah. So, um, so if you end up doing that, what would be next, like later in the year? Look, um, I'd like to do Wonderland. I, uh, I'd really like to go check out the Grampians and because uh, I think oh. we've done a bit of work on the trails over there. Yes. But I'd love to check that out. So um, you haven't run at the Grampians before? I did. I did the 36 six years ago in 2015. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, um, I was thinking of this year being the year of a marathon as well. Because mm. if so, you've done a under, you've done an under ninety minute half. Mm. No, because I did um, the year I did my sub three hour marathon. I did a sub ninety minute half. Yeah. So, so in my head, I uh, this year if I go for that, there's I want to do three marathons. 
Um, and they don't need to be advanced. I'll, uh, I'll sort something out. <laughs> um, so I want to start with aiming for like sort of that 315 yep. and then get close to that three and then, of course, go for that sub three. So um, you got to go for it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of waiting to see. Look, I started a new job in December as well. So Wow, this really- has been so much change for you. You can't. Oh, look, same company, just just another. I, I took on another role. Yeah. Um, it's it's full on, you know. So I, you've got to respect that process. So I'm taking it. I'll see what happens in April, and then I'll see if I can do that adventure race, and then I'll I'll see where I'm at and um and what I want to focus the rest of the year on. I like to. I, I think I told you last time. I like to work on my running in financial years. So <laughs> that's right. I remember now. <laughs> so I'll see what second half of a financial year has in store for me (laughs) yeah yeah and and you know what also I think sometimes it's good not to plan too far ahead and and you can afford to do that when you're doing slightly shorter races well and this year like in this climate how do you plan ahead anymore no one is no No one is really signing up for races in advance everyone's kind of waiting and seeing what's happening and what are you working on? You've got a little something, something up your sleeve. Well, you? yeah, because obviously I can't get to Barclay. And once again, I'm hesitant about entering in the first half of the year, even entering anything interstate because chances are the border will get shut. So yeah. Yeah. that's why I'm doing, well, I've created my own FKT within Victoria because, you know, unless they lock us back into the city, I should be able to move around Victoria. So, yeah. Oh, I look forward to uh, to seeing what that's all about. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be um, the last weekend in in April. Oh, perfect. Good yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Right. So um, and then obviously I'm hoping you know I'm hoping to get to the states in September for a race, but I don't know. Probably not. But fingers and toes crossed. If you need paces or company or anything like that, you know, I'm always up for that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Look, and, and wouldn't it be awesome to be able to travel again, you know? So um, we, we'll just have to see. But, yes, it's, it's um, everyone was like, oh, 2021, everything's going to be great again. But it, it's, I think it still has a lot of uncertainty. <laughs> no, I think that's, uh, <laughs> that's just sweeping it under the rug and going, yep, new year, new, yeah. new thing. All good. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not like that. It's no. not like that. Sadly. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, there's plenty to see in Victoria. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think uh, people are discovering what's in their own backyard, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, no. So, yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, and I mean, and and then once once things are a little bit more um, settled within Australia, there's still a lot in many of the other states. You know, that I'm sure, like like myself. I haven't, you haven't probably haven't done a lot around Australia either. Not, not as much as there is to offer. That's for yeah. sure. And uh, I've got unfinished business with six foot track. Ah. So if I go for the, you know, and that's, this is when the head starts going. If I go for a marathon this year, then I'm in perfect, you know, condition to enter the six foot track lottery in November and then continue that training and take it to March next year. So yeah, look, I'm I'm very much focused on Australia right now. Look, Simon, Neil, Beck, and I have got like this little. Well, Simon really wants to do this um, run in New Zealand. Um, Which one's that? Well, it's self-organized. So oh. um, the ten the ten trails or something like this. Ah. Uh, uh, he's been sending us all these like amazing trails, like the Able Tasman and stuff like that. 
Um, and so we're playing around, the, like playing with the idea of doing that and just doing a trip, just to, um, I think it's the three of us, and yeah. um, doing a, a multi-day um, yeah, adventure. So oh, cool. see, that would be brilliant. And New Zealand is so beautiful, you know. So have you spent much time over there at all? I did. Um, so I went traveling on the South Island with my parents when I was younger, yeah. in my twenties, and um, and I did Tarawera Hundred in um, Rotorua, oh, right. yeah, two thousand and fifteen. Oh, look, we've got so much around us. Like you know, I mean, for yourself, I think you've done a few more races than I have, but for me, I'm quite happy running in my own backyard. Like I, I don't need. To uh, Simon got into UTMB and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give myself a pat on the shoulder. I don't know if you know, but my track record for pacing is really good because uh, last time I paced the first and only time I paced, she won the race. Oh, so awesome. I'm in, yeah, I'm in high demand for pacing. And, uh, <laughs> well, and, uh, you know, I do need some pacing for my FKT, so I might be... And I've got great stories to tell as well, really. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he good. got into UTMB um, this yep. year, but he's hoping to uh, put it over to next year. Yeah, yeah. And so, well, you know, I'm French. Uh, but I'm pretty I sure can't... there's no pacing allowed at UTMB. Isn't there? I thought there was. Nah, uh, uh. The oh, Euros, no. the Euros don't do pacing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to just be crew, crew. Oh, okay. Yeah, crew. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. good. Oh, well, that's equally right. important. Yeah. Oh, and in the Alps, anytime. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> it's so beautiful there. Yeah. Have you been there? I I did CCC. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. that's it. Look, that event, any distance. I'm not. I'm not quite um picky, yeah. but I, I'd love to experience it one year. And, and admittedly, I did it about five months after I separated from my husband so it was a shit race <laughs> it was terrible um and I wanted to pull out the whole way and I was miserable and horrible but I'm glad I did it all the same <laughs> okay. well, there you go there you yeah go. okay so you know we do these things don't we oh fuck sorry <laughs> no that's okay <laughs> yeah we yeah we suddenly put ourselves through some situation and um I don't know. I just uh, there's never any any regrets though. I mean, you turn yeah. around and you you know what? Good, good on me for just. <laughs> yeah, and and I think you know. I know that it's a cliche. What what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But seriously, it's it makes you stronger. These tough times, um, although they're horrible, you know, they do make you stronger. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It's part of uh, it's part of uh, the journey Living. as well. Yeah. Yeah, living, yeah. Oh, and I think for, for me, and I'm guessing maybe for you as well, at the end of the day, you know, I do these things because I've got this like deep desire to see how, how far I can push myself, right? Yeah. And, um, and admittedly, up until now, I had never, ever experienced um, mental health issues. Like yeah. I, um, you know, looking back, I very much pushed everything down and aside and, and ignored yeah. it all, but I never struggled with any of that. So, you know, last year, has given me a, a, an understanding of what other people go through. Yeah. And um, look, I'm grateful for that because um, it, it makes me more um, more able to relate to some of my friends that, that do struggle with that on a, on a daily basis without even you know having life events that have triggered yeah. those things for me. Um, you know, some people really struggle on a day-to-day. -day, and so um, having you know, that sort of 
getting a bit of a taste for it gives you a better understanding of the world around you. So yeah, you know, as I said, just yeah, and and I think it's 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 hard to get through life without some difficult times at the end of the day. Absolutely, and yeah. no one no one does. No one no. does. No, we, we don't get out of this un, unscathed. <laughs> <laughs> So do you have like any tips for people on how to, you know, uh, get through difficult times, like using exercise and those sorts of things? Do you have any sort of? Oh, look, absolutely. I mean, there's there's plenty of studies that show it, but the endorphins that you get. And um, I remember when I, I was uh, younger, I did Michelle Bridges and and her, her thing was like, you will never regret doing an exercise session. Like you'll never regret it. Even if you like, you know, drag your feet to start it she said yeah. i dare you to start your session and stop and turn back and 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 just and stop doing it and you won't you simply no. won't because the moment you get into it and um yeah so my tip is just and and a lot of people say it, you get out of your comfort zone and just push yourself that little bit to take those you know those first steps to walk into that gym to and just just do it just just give yourself just um a little bit of tough love yeah and um and exercise um talk to people like up until you know you a lot of people i think um tend to think oh you know this this is my problem to deal with and they don't necessarily share and i think once you open up to um to others and, and share your experiences and 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 what you're going through you actually find that you're not alone and i think for me um that feeling of not being alone in what I'm going through was um was really helpful. So opening up to others and seeking help. Like there's, you know, there's absolutely no shame in seeing a therapist or anything like that. So um, yeah, just with free things. Like keep active because if you if you're kind to your body and and uh, that will help your mind, talk to people and uh and yeah, seek help if you if you really need to. That's really important, I think. Yeah, I think that's that's brilliant advice, and um, and like you said, there is absolutely no shame in in seeking help because you know you got to look after yourself. And I never had never like I never considered seeing a therapist ever in my life up until you know all this um all this stuff started unraveling, and it and it took a few goes, you know, just like making friends. Um, yes. you know, the first one wasn't quite right, and then the second one was um was spot on, and and it it was actually through talking to someone else. Who recommended that person that I found her? So that's and that's the thing you've got to you've got to find the one that that fits right. Some people say, "Oh, it didn't work for me," but sometimes you've just got to keep, you know, looking and finding someone who really fits you. Well, it's just like every relationship, right? I mean, you that's know, it. You know, some are better than others, and um, you can't expect to just go to some random person and open up about your uh, yeah. darkest deepest fears and for them to be the right person to do that to. So yeah, no, um, yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, no, that's that's great, and I, and you know I really um, and I'm sure the listeners do too appreciate you being so open about all of this because I do believe that a lot of people like everyone has is going through things and um, but a lot of people yeah hide it and don't talk to people and I think it's really important that we can see others being open which encourages ourselves to be open. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. To actually be, I was quite surprised that once I started opening up about my um my turmoil, that I found yeah. that others, you know, were going through similar um situations or just similar yeah. feelings in general, and uh and we help each other. And I mean, I'm sure you, you do that, like yeah. you know, we call it therapy. <laughs> That's it. 
yeah. long run Sundays, it all comes out and it's free. It is free. Yes, that's right. I feel, I feel so much better after just getting yeah. it all out. And, you know, the only the only people listening are the, the people you choose to surround yourself with and then the, the, the trees around you. So yeah. it's uh, it's great. I love it. Yeah, it is great. And 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 I'm sure you your uh, your friends say the same because they probably get to share with you. It's it's not just a one-way street. I'm sure it goes both ways. And yeah, and as I said, like you open up about something and then that person goes, Oh, well, hold on a minute. That like, and even if it's not the first time you mention it, they yeah. come back a few weeks later and they go, Hold on, you said this last time, and I've actually recognized that that's that's what's going on with me, or that's you know, those feelings are um are relatable and things like that and both ways like you yes. know absolutely both ways for me as well I just speak to someone they say something and then you know I'm all on it for a few few weeks or something and then yeah. it clicks so yeah yeah it's, it's good yeah no well I mean that's that's great and and like I said thank you so much for for sharing all of that with us we we really appreciate it and um anyway um I'd love to follow up if you get to do this adventure race Oh, absolutely. All right, look, I'm, I'm super, super keen. Yeah. Um, just uh, tee it up, like see what happens. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and um, we'll have to go out for a mountain bike ride once I get my bike back. Uh, we'll have oh, to go out for a mountain bike ride. Yeah, we can run down the hills together. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we'll ride. <laughs> God, I just get so scared. Because it's funny, because I love downhill running. Yeah, yeah. But- just get on the bike. I think and, and can I that- tell you, downhill mountain biking will improve your downhill running even more. Oh, well, for sure. Just Oh, just the, the speed. I was just yes. like, oh, my God. <laughs> Do I break? Do I not break? No, I'm not supposed to break. The whole point of going downhill is to go fast. You can dab a little. I'll let you know. And yeah. I look forward to adventure as well. I'm just really keen to see what you get up to. Well, don't worry. I'll be... Uh, I'll be, I'll be calling on you for some pacing oh. excellent <laughs> if I have a thing on the 17th <laughs> yeah yeah you might be well it won't matter because if you're a bit tired it's not the 17th it's a weekend after so if you're a bit tired that's probably just as well because uh I don't think it'll be a heck of a lot of fast running <laughs> that's all good all right well thank you so much for joining me today and and once again I appreciate your openness and and your sharing with everybody thanks for having me it was lovely to catch up again No worries. Thanks. Bye. I always love speaking with Carolyn. I hope you enjoyed it too. These topics were really close to my heart. I believe looking after our mental health is a big priority and we need to factor this in when we are planning our training. For myself, I certainly find difficult life situations have a really negative effect on my running and recovering. How do they affect you? Have a great week of training and racing if you're lucky enough to have some around. And like I said, there's lots going on, so hopefully you are. See you next time.